Hi, I'm Anderson Silver, author of the books Your User's Manual and Volume 2, Your Duality Within. Life is difficult, isn't it? And in today's hyper-connected modern day, it just seems like it's harder than ever before, doesn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you it really doesn't have to be that way. With a little help and guidance from ancient Stoic philosophers, you really can attain an anxiety-free and purposeful life. How do I know? Thanks to Stoicism, I'm one such person who turned his life around, and I'm here to share some of that ancient wisdom with you. Welcome to Stoicism for a Better Life. Hello there. We spent the last two episodes talking about spending our time and efforts wisely on things that matter, as our time is so valuable. Our death sentence is always right there, yet we do such a good job of ignoring it. We ignore that we are dying, and we pretend that we won't die, at least for a very long time. Then we spend all our time chasing and working towards things that we can't bring to the grave with us. What I try and teach people in my mentoring groups is that debt will ruin a life, so yeah, have a good job and save your money. But beyond making what you need to pay for life's basic necessities is unnecessary, superfluous, and a waste of your time. No matter how many titles you have, how much money or possessions you have, you cannot bring those with you when you die. Even if you choose to believe that your spirit ascends to another world after this one, well, that's fine, but any worldly possessions still cannot be brought with you. So worldly possessions, things, and money are worthless and pointless on our deathbed. Now you may be thinking, hold on there, Anderson. I got you on this one. Because if I work hard and accumulate enough money, then at least I can give my kids a good head start by supporting them, giving them money for down payments and leaving them a good inheritance that will ensure they have a good and easy life. So my money can go to good use after I die through my kids. This is a valid argument, but let's think this one through for a minute. First of all, the assumption that leaving chunks of money for our kids will make their lives better is an assumption that is baseless. You can never know if that will, in fact, help make their lives better or worse. By leaving a hefty inheritance, you may indirectly remove any motivation your kids have to hustle and work hard like you did. They may never develop a proper sense of responsibility, knowing they have the safety net coming from you. They may turn into that all-too-familiar case of a lazy trust fund baby that is completely detached from reality as they never understood the value of money. This, of course, is one of many scenarios where the outcome is negative. There are also many scenarios where the outcome may be positive, where they use this money to build a good life and help others as they will be financially stable sooner in life but the point here is that we cannot know what the future holds. So giving money to people as we die is an unknown as far as it being an asset towards the betterment of humanity or not. Think back to the Chinese farmer's story from last season. Is any event truly good or bad? Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. We cannot know anything beyond the one timeline we have direct influence over which is your continuous eternal sequence of here's and now's. So what should we be working towards then? Things that we know will add value both right now and have a good chance of adding value in the future, right? Sure, but what may they be? 
Two themes that come up time and time again in the Stoic teachings is knowledge and relationships. The benefit of the pursuit of knowledge is straightforward. Think about it. If you work to make one unit of money later on life, you can only use or give, i.e. transfer, that one unit of money. And that's it. But if you spend time to obtain one unit of knowledge, you can then use that knowledge many times over and over again throughout your life. Moreover, you can share this piece of knowledge as many times as you want with as many people as you want. And then they can share that knowledge with other people while they use that same unit of knowledge over and over again in their lives. By definition, notice we call it knowledge sharing. You don't give a piece of knowledge and lose what you have. You share it with someone by copying your thoughts through communication to someone else. In fact, this is exactly what is happening right now. I'm sharing with you the knowledge that I have accumulated. And now you will have the same knowledge. I still have mine. So we have effectively doubled the amount of knowledge that we have. Furthermore, I can keep sharing my knowledge with others even after I share it with you. And you can continue to share that knowledge on your end as well. And so it goes to infinitum. You can see very clearly that the pursuit of money leads to the capacity to use or transfer that one unit of money only once. Whereas with knowledge, it grows exponentially. And that one piece of knowledge you obtain can turn into dozens or hundreds or thousands of copies. I'm no math genius here, but I'm pretty sure the return on accumulation of knowledge yields much higher returns than the one unit of money. Okay, fine. But how does relationship building play into all of this? Well, how can you transfer knowledge if you don't build a relationship first? You have to build a channel and a conduit for the transfer of knowledge, right? Let me expand on this with a quote from the Moral Letters of Seneca to Lucilius, 6310. If we have other friends, we surely deserve ill at their hands and think ill of them if they are of so little account that they fail to console us for the loss of one. If, on the other hand, we have no other friends, we have injured ourselves more than fortune has injured us. Since fortune has robbed us of one friend, but we have robbed ourselves of every friend whom we have failed to make. Here, Seneca is reminding us that if we are left without any friends, when nature takes them away, we are partly to blame for it. It would mean that we missed opportunities for making new friendships along the way due to our inaction or lack of apathy or effort, etc. He is also putting the onus on you to find new relationships throughout your life, while you can. Because how can you work towards the betterment of humanity without being in touch with humanity? Friends and acquaintances come and go. If we want to lead by example, if we want to share our knowledge with the most number of people, and if we are looking to enjoy this journey we're on called life, we should work actively to try and make new friends along the way make new acquaintances, or open up new avenues for communication. So for this exercise, make an effort to cultivate a new relationship. It could be a new connection you make by speaking to someone you would not have otherwise and striking up a conversation. It could be you trying to elevate a bond you already have with someone, turn that small talk in the elevator over weather to chat over tea and genuinely strive to learn about someone. You can make a conscious effort to add to your circle of friends and acquaintances. 
you never know what new connections on or offline could lead to an impactful change of someone else's life. I particularly look forward to hearing about your adventures in meeting new people. When you make a new connection, do reach out to me on Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and let me know about it. These are beautiful stories. Remember, there are no strangers out there, only friends you haven't met yet. You guys have a great one. I'll talk to you next time. Remember, virtue is not about perfection, but about trying your best. No matter how big or small that effort might be, just keep working on improving yourself, and by definition, you will be virtuous. Check out my articles and other podcasts. Hey, they just might help you on your journey of self-improvement. You can access them all on patreon.com slash andersonsilver. Follow the page to receive notifications of all my new content, and all of this is absolutely free, of course. I wish you all a productive and tranquil week, and remember, we're all in it together, and we're all rooting for each other.